Please select your player. New player Tim has joined the game. A wild Dave emerges. Ben rolls a d20, but only gets one. Australia's greatest podcast said no person ever. Welcome, welcome to, to another, another dungeon. dungeon. Hey, that was my line. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode thirty-one of the Another Dungeon podcast. Joining me this week is Ben. Hello, and Dave. Hey, how you doing? Hey, it's now, Dave. Da- it's Dave. Finally Dave's a bit have of a stranger else. these days. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. what, what beer are we drinking this week's podcast, Tim? If if you don't know, Dave is running the other podcast, the less successful and less interesting <laughs> one. It is called Fireside. You can find it on the Another Dungeon website and on the Podbros Network. It's basically a show where Dave and Dan drink beer and try to get a sponsorship from Dan Murphy's. <laughs> How's that going, Dave? I tagged Dan Murphy's in the last post, so at least they maybe know about me now. Oh, that's good. I did get one free six-pack, though. Oh, oh that's one. good. Because I went down to Dan's and um, Murphy's, and um, the a guy was there promoting his beer. So I got oh. to record the description about Wait, it. In the store or outside the, the store? Nice. In the store. Okay, he wasn't just a homeless yeah. guy. He just <laughs> peed in a can. <laughs> giving, away, giving away... <laughs> VB tinnies. <laughs> this is this is my home brew. My name is Vince Bourne. <laughs> right. Was it good? I don't know. I haven't done it yet. Oh. Ooh, spoilers for future podcasts. <laughs> this week we're going to be a little bit different because there's not so much gaming news or any that's interesting to us. So we're going to talk about No Man's Sky. Ooh. We're going to talk about Until Dawn because I just finished it. Ooh. And we're also going to talk about the Nintendo NX. <coughs> I mean, there's woo. been some rumors and some confirmations, so um, we'll have a little bit of a chat about that. So let's start with No Man's Sky because yes. it seems to be pretty divisive at the moment. Yeah. Um, I guess first of all, it was it's probably the most hyped game of this year, or in the last few years actually. Yeah. There's been a massive lead up to it. It's finally launched. It's relatively stable. I played it launch night and it crashed once on PS4. Um, there's a bit of texture popping, which is a little bit annoying, but it's not. It's it's understandable given the nature of the game, though. Yes and no. They've only got a couple of platforms to make it run on, but I guess PC is hard. Well, PC is not working, so you're doing okay. better than them. I'm, well, that's good. At I'm having no play. problem on PC. In fact, I was had a little bit of frame dip at the start, and then I cranked everything up to high, and then it worked even better. So oh, wow. I'm not sure what these problems wow. people are having. <laughs> um, so I haven't. I've tried not to listen to all the negative stuff being said about it on YouTube, but <laughs> so you haven't but, been on YouTube, is what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, it seems like a lot of people. Um, are basically complaining that it's A, not what they thought, or B, was overhyped and didn't live up to it. What do you guys reckon from what you've been reading and watching? Um, Well, I was super sceptical about the game the whole time because I saw that what they're building is more the world generation thing 
And the gameplay elements seem to be more of a second thought on top of that kind of formula they're figuring out. And it was a small indie team, which was another flag for me. Um, playing the game, it's uh, surpassed what I expected uh, the game to be like. It's it's much better, more interesting. Um, however, I'm going to burn out from it really soon because the features become chores. I was going to say, how long have you been playing? Uh, a day and a half. So I reckon I've put about 10 to 12 hours in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're pretty spot on. The maintaining of your ship and your suit and all that sort of stuff is becoming quite a chore. Yeah. Inventory management's becoming a chore. Definitely. And... <clears throat> like, for those of you that don't know, there's kind of three paths. So when you go to do a, a warp, there's a path to the center of the earth, there's free form, or if you've chosen the path of Atlas, there's your next path of Atlas stop. Um, I guess at the end of the day, they're all kind of heading towards the center of the universe, unless you've picked freeform and have just gone completely opposite direction. <laughs> um, but it's at this stage, it's very repetitive and not in a fun way. Mm. I mean, going to new planets and stuff is cool, but it gets same, same. Um, I've been to a few different biomes with different hazards your suit's good enough to survive out there. The worst one was an extreme heat planet. I couldn't leave the ship for more than 30 seconds. Oh, wow, that's but pretty hot. It, yeah, it was, but you just jump back in your ship and fly somewhere yeah. else. Like, it's not... It's not worth it. The only thing keeping... you spend with, fuel when you fly in the local system, right? You don't. You, you spend, spend fuel, fuel for, like, to take off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for take off as well, okay. But there's plutonium, which drives your jump um everywhere so you don't have to worry um the only thing keeping me on the extreme condition planet was a very rare element so i mined a little bit of that and got bored and thought i don't even know what i'm mining this for um see this is what concerns me about the game so i was i was looking forward to it but (sighs) procedurally generated is one of my trigger words (laughs) that immediately makes me think okay they're either going to do a great job or they're going to do a bad job. Mm. An example of a great job is, say, Minecraft, where it seems to be interesting and varied enough that you always have new interesting places to go and more stuff to do, and it seems mm. to get progressively harder in a, in a sensible sort of way. So the first thing I read about online was that <clears throat> as you get nearer to the center of the universe things do get harder, so you've got to sort of take your time, but you can go straight there if that's your the way you want to play. But yep. a lot of the procedural generation became bland fast. You're repeating the same tasks in similar areas with slight changes, like colour changes to scenery and things like that. And yep. I don't mind that sort of stuff if I was paying, say, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, well, even 30 bucks US, right? I would have bought it, but it's... Mm-hmm. US or you can get it for about, I think you can get it for $60 Australian on GOG right now on sale. But that price tag made me cancel my pre-order and wait. So I was actually very interested to hear what you guys thought about it because those were my concerns about it. I was worried that, like, I don't mind those sorts of games, but I don't necessarily have a lot of time to waste on them. Minecraft, I waste an amazing amount of time just doing stuff. But what I can do is I can customize 
my world. If and all that's you're doing is upgrading, is it what upgrade trees or something for your armor and well, your ship? Or randomly kind of, generated so... upgrade things that take inventory slots. So upgrades yeah. can become a chore because you have to pick: do I want to be able to carry more stuff, or do I want my character to respond slightly better in a, a situation I might end up in? Oh, that's so, yeah, that's interesting, though. That's like that's FTL. The... Yeah, yeah. Look, the thing with the upgrades is. I've done a. I did one for environment. I thought it would just naturally enhance my suit, but it's powered as well. So as soon as it was a heat protection, so as soon as that heat protection goes down, it starts draining your suit as it normally would. So it's just another thing you've got to power, mm. and that became a bit of a pain in the ass. So it, it is a bit of a juggle between: do I upgrade or do I store a resource in this inventory slot? Um, I, to be honest, I haven't upgraded my ship. I'm still using the starter pre-order ship. I've only found the only ships I've found with more inventory space are ones that you can buy from other aliens, and they're well out of my price range. See, I found two crash ships, and so I repaired one, flew it to the next crash ship, and then repaired that and flew that away and got a bunch of extra <laughs> inventory space. Um, See, which was I, cool. I, I found like a ship. I think mine's got 17. I found a ship with 18, but mm-hmm. it wasn't worth the hassle of transferring and repairing right. just for one extra slot. See, I've, I've learned how to make warp drives from scratch, so it saved me a lot of time and effort, and that just happened by chance. Yeah. So, their crafting recipes are random, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, there's one key item in the game which you get from a specific... going to a specific place, but apparently that can pop up randomly as well the atlas pass wow i didn't realize Uh, that was that random yeah so randomized i'm sure that you know the further out planets have a higher chance of you know the crap crafting recipes and you know the closer you get in the better they get but i mean at the moment the language thing's pretty cool i do like time you yeah there's four races from what i understand so every planet will have a monolith or something on it where you can learn a single word and then when you meet an alien <laughs> so you're losing very, you're learning swear words <laughs> it's a very slow process uh, but so you, when, you learn it from a the, lot of places you can learn it from talking yeah. to them or from written on the houses and yep and um every time you interact with an alien if you know one of those if you've learned one of those words it'll flash red so you get more and more pieces of conversation as you oh, go awesome. along um, so that's a pretty cool aspect, but and it's still... there are some dialogue puzzles where, like, the computer's malfunctioning and you won't understand what it's yeah. saying unless you've learned a keyword, and then you can figure out what you need to do in that situation. And that's and then puzzle. sometimes that's not enough because it'll be that keyword and then higher or lower, and you're like, well, I only know the keyword, I don't know if yeah. I need to make it higher <laughs> or lower. So that's uh, that actually sounds really really cool. That part's it, really it, good. It's a cool aspect. There's observatories which have math problems in them. Yep, but there's about four different types, and I've... You can just Google the number sequence. <laughs> well, I haven't... No, you can figure them out. They're not, they're not that hard, but my point is that, that they they repeat. Mm. So, yeah, like I said, there's about four different ones. So if you can just pick it, oh, this is this one. You know, this is multiplication of the previous number plus one or whatever it yep. is. One of them's double the number minus one. Um, but, yeah, you just pick the answer straight away as soon as you see the puzzle. Hmm. but it's it's just becoming 
repetitive and not really a fun repetitive. Yeah, it 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 um, needs a few little tiny tweaks in just like how systems are managed because yeah, you you have to restock your suit's power cores by opening a menu and moving a menu into an item into another item, and that's boring and not fun. And you need to do that pretty frequently for your weapon, your mining tool, your suit, and your ship and multiple parts of your ship. They need to make that automatic if you have the resources for it, because it's just wasting time in a game where you're already wasting time mining stuff, walking from one point to another point, especially if you accidentally run out of fuel. Yeah. It's too much of a time. Are you spending time? Uh, I'd I'd say wasting. (laughs) Uh, One of them's a bit annoying, so your shield, when you're doing dogfighting in space, your shield uses a resource too, so you have to charge it in the middle of the battle, which means opening the menu in the middle of the battle hovering mm. over your shield and then selecting the right element. Yeah, see, that sounds like micromanagement gone a little yeah. bit too far. Yeah. And I guess the advantage that Minecraft has over Mono Man's Sky is there's more creativity. You're in someone else's world in No Man's Sky. You're not building or shaping the world yourself. Oh, what Plus, about comparing it with FTL? And that's a randomised space travel game. But I like the fact that there are two ways of doing that. Like when you're firing weapons, you can automate it which actually doesn't come with any negative benefit. The I was going to say, in No Man's Sky, it might be... It would be cool if they could add the ability to manually do it like you were or have something... Like like in um, Gears of War, you know how if you do that quick load? Oh, if yeah. you time it right, you get a boost. So if you do it manually, you get a little boost or you can leave it on automatic and then that takes away that need. Yeah, that, that'd be good. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think it... It fixed. probably does need a bit more fixed. refining. Fixed I don't think fixed. I don't think you fixed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll I think on. there's a lot of systems where I think <laughs> they've held in on the credits. <laughs> we're a six-man team. <laughs> they needed more development time just to I don't know iron out some of the systems, the put some more gameplay in it. <laughs> like like yeah. if, if this style, the thing Minecraft has over this, I think is the biggest change of feature that makes Minecraft better is the multiplayer aspect. And this game wasn't designed for multiplayer in the same well, hang way. Hang on, what about, the, and, what about that thing under the Peggy label? Yeah, no one knows There's, what that means. My understanding is you connect online and you get to name species and planets if you get there first. And then that goes into a big database and everyone yeah, gives planets yeah. stupid names. Which is a and cool the, that's, what, that's what the dude was talking about um, before he backed out on it. What's the name of the well, designer guy when he was talking about how it was going to work with online? Well, the but thing he was is, always see, so vague about it. Yeah, he said you could see a character, but you would that would but never you can't. happen, and you can't. And to... then he said you can, but the servers are overloaded, so they're not being clear about that, which is really dumb. But two players ran into it. each other, yeah. and they couldn't see each other's model. But I, I if you think about the game, <laughs> like yeah. if you think about how the camera works and and just the features of the game, there's no way there's a player model for the character. I completely doubt that you can meet another player in the game. That what do you reckon? You're just a floating gun. In. What? Well... You're just a floating gun. Yeah, you would just be a pillbox. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think the servers are designed that way, and I think the team is too small to support that. Maybe in the future, they'll upgrade that, but, but for now, it, it's would, a single-player game. Then they, could, um, then they could go the Destiny route and sell dancers and... and um, yeah. And pill-shaped skins oh, and stuff the, like that. The game actually is very similar to Destiny. Um, it's a procedurally generated Destiny with less interesting combat and more <laughs> somehow well, I'm more not, chores. 
I don't think it's disappointing. <laughs> no, like I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. but I think my time is coming to an end. As, as is far it as worth? Is it worth eighty Australian no. dollars? I think you're right. Is it worth the thirty Australian dollars. Yeah, thirty to forty. Yeah, thirty to Which, forty. Wait a while. Yeah, I figure it's probably going to drop soon. Like when I jumped on yesterday and I had a look in the Steam. So I opened up the Steam library, and every single review on the first few pages bar i think one maybe two were not recommended and there were a few and it wasn't the usual trollish crap there were a few people there were i mean there were, were people who were obviously super hyped up about it and all that sort of stuff and you just go yeah whatever and ignore them um but they were there were a lot of reasoned arguments for it yeah but a lot of the people that were sus- suspect to the hype i think have paid attention to some of the press conferences and not all of them because there were things that were explained and people were like, oh, they said this and they got angry about it. But it's like, no, well, no, they clarified that. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, selective I think hearing, you reckon? It's been a pretty ambiguous game. Now we know what it is. Um, I mean, I was expecting it to have not much of a, a push in a direction, not much of an objective. Yeah. So, I wasn't overly disappointed when I found out that was the case. Mm. And it has is more it than objective to get to the centre of the uh, universe and that's the end game? Yeah. Pretty much. That's it. You've solved it, Dave. Yes. You've solved two you've things solved in guy. one episode. <laughs> uh, talking about solving things. I, <laughs> You're going to try and segue. <laughs> I solved the mystery of Until Dawn. Oh, you, didn't. <laughs> you did not. Oh, right, shut up. <laughs> How many people lived? Are you talking about. Yeah, lived yeah. in the right at the end lived. two <laughs> at the end of the- yeah anyway so uh, ask I'll me how many were intro. ask me how many were alive 30 seconds before the end <laughs> that doesn't work in a court of law thing <laughs> there was five of them <laughs> before i murdered them there were five people alive so i think you should take that into account judge <laughs> can i just say right now for those that get upset spoiler warnings for until dawn okay it's so we're old. definitely talking you should spoilers have, you should have finished it by now um, yes, we're going to talk spoilers. Yeah. So, I thought overall, I liked it a lot better than was it, the David Cage games, Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain. Rain. I think the gameplay was a little bit better. It wasn't so overbearing with QTEs, but I thought I liked the story more. I, I'm a fan of horror movies, um, and I thought they did a pretty good job with the story. Mm. So I'm not and, a fan of horror, and I I liked the story too. I really no, I liked could. it. Um. I liked how, I mean, I've only played it once, but it felt like your decisions were making an impact and you kind of had to, I thought, you know, I have to think along the movie tropes, don't split people up and that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, So I was consciously thinking of that the whole time. But um, my experience was pretty good. I think that it took a while before someone died. Um, And then I made a really poor decision right at the end and got nearly everyone killed. It was your decision. Uh, so right at the end, yeah. when the gas is leaking into the room mm-hmm. and you are Sam, um, you get the option to help U-M-U-M. out. You get the option to help out Mike or, Ru- or flip the switch to light the gas. Oh. And I bolted to flip the switch and that means that everyone else in the house just stood there and got blown <laughs> up. <incinerated. Dang. laughs> you know, I made the same mistake though and I actually stopped it immediately because I thought, I thought when I was going for the switch, 
that it meant everyone make a run for it. I didn't yeah. think everyone would just stand there <laughs> looking at the whatever the fuck they were in the house. Wendigos. While I ran and, and ignited them all. Yeah, that was a bit of an interesting decision. I guess it makes sense of the lore of the story, but um, yeah, I that's the, the only one that I sort of felt you know, that didn't, I didn't, that didn't play out the way I thought it would. What do you think of the characters? I like them. Uh, I think they did a good job of making some really hateable. Yeah, I think <laughs> Emily. They, they did a good job. <laughs> really? I thought Katie is it Katie? No, Emily's the worst, hands down. Oh, Emily, sorry, yeah, yeah. Right. there is she was Katie. Just awful the yes. whole time. You're and correct. Matt's boring as fuck. Yeah, and he mm, died in such an unfortunate. He way. didn't. Die. Yeah, he didn't live in my game. <laughs> nope. But I don't I think... know why he died in my game. Because like... you didn't give him something to defend himself with. I think. Oh, is that it? No, he falls. Yeah, he got, uh, he got skewered on a meat hook or something. Yeah, that's yeah. how he died for me. <laughs> I think we all got the same yeah. death for Matt. Yeah. It's hard I to think avoid. that's his only death. He's not yeah. in it very much. No. Oh, no, there's another death. Actually, all right, here's, here's a slight spoiler. This is one of the problems I found with the game. So there's one point where Emily and Matt are trapped on the edge of like a cliff. Oh, with the deer? there's all these mooses. Yeah, that was weird. Coming up towards you and you have to either beat them up or... Walk through them? Or walk through them. Calmly walk through them. While I was thinking about it on my second playthrough, they kept moving forward and forward, and I thought, I wonder what happens if I don't do anything. And (laughs) Matt Matt gets pushed off the cliff, and then he falls and his head dies in this big splatter of blood, and then this Just his head? Does the rest of his body die? No, just his head. The rest of the body is still alive. And then one of these creatures comes and pulls his body away, right? Mm -hmm. And then in the next scene you're playing as Emily walking through the mines or the next chapter. I, I forgot when it is. It goes back to her. So she was just up there. She's seen him die. And then all the moose mooses mice. run off mice, all the mice run off. <laughs> and, um, and she ends up in the mine. However the fuck that happens. And she's walking around and she's calling out, Matt, Matt, where the fuck are you? That's what, <laughs> you saw his head splatter. Like <laughs> if I hadn't played through it and seen it already, I would have found that really, Sort of would have broken the Jaren, immersion yeah. of that shitty character. Spe- speak of immersion, can I tell you how I played the game? Yes. So I had yes. like four friends and we sat down at, started at 10pm and we played all through the night and we finished the game just as dawn was breaking. We played until dawn. Ooh. It was pretty awesome. Um, you needed eight friends. Yeah, that's true. Well, we took, we, <laughs> we each picked two characters each and we played as those characters as swap controllers when it was that player's turn. Oh, that's pretty and good. So I, I think that was, was really the most enjoyable when way. was making out with himself in the, um, in the small game. <laughs> at the start. Yeah, that was so hard to juggle like the quick time I mean. events. I have a question for you guys. Yes. So every character has their own stats and relationship bars. Yeah. Are, are you supposed to play the character to their traits? So, say, for example, you know, some of the characters are a lot braver than the others. Some are a lot more compassionate. Is it compassion? Yeah. So, for the brave characters, are you supposed to take the shortcuts or the safe routes? Um, or do you reckon it doesn't make a difference? I th- is that... I can't remember exactly how the stats affect the game. Is that more for knowing how the characters react when you're interacting it's with how them. they automatically react in certain situations uh, and in some so that's cases, why it's how you understand their personality accordingly yeah so that's why they've got the bar as what their default level is yeah but it only i think it only affects things if it goes into red i've done that oh, several times. yeah if you yeah. if you're mean to certain people then they'll fail it's like um events. yeah so there's a scene where um one girl 
All right, here's a spoiler. Ashley's tied <laughs> up to a chair and Chris is there and there's a gun on the table and you have to decide whether... So there's a blade coming down that's going to kill them both. Oh, and yeah. Chris has to either shoot Ashley or shoot himself. Now, if you go to shoot Ashley, the gun's full of blanks either way. Um, if you go to shoot Ashley, then your relationship with her goes right down to red and later on when you're I running back why. to the... Hey? <laughs> I wonder why. I know. What a bitch, right? <laughs> Seriously. Get over yourself. Um, and anyway, you're running back to the house as Chris, and she'll actually lock the door and watch him get mauled because your relationship is bad. But in that one instance, there's actually a warning about... There's a premonition about not shooting anyone. That's true. Only if you find that little butterfly yeah. thing, though, yeah? Or totem. Yeah. I really like that mechanic. I thought that was for this genre of gameplay. It made me stressed out. There was yeah. one that was like someone getting pulled through a roof, and I'm like, nope. That's such an ambiguous building. I don't want to walk into any buildings now. But it, it makes you think, and it makes you consider your options more carefully. I thought that's a really clever thing to add to this, like, on-rails movie game mm. genre. Yeah, and sometimes doing nothing is an option, but it yeah. doesn't tell you, yeah. which is good. Mm, I yeah. like that. Like the mooses. Did you, um, did you guys like the... The twist, or did you figure it out? I, I didn't picked it, it out. so early. I even picked really? Wendigo as the monster. Like I guessed it so accurately that my friends were completely shocked. Um, no, I guessed the monster. I didn't guess who the flamey guy was. I, I guessed he was a good guy. I guessed he was a Native American, and that's how I guessed Wendigo. And was he together? Was uh, was the flamey guy alive by the end of your game? Uh, he died um, at the right at the end, I think, because my friend stuffed up a <laughs> big time. I stuffed up a don't move, and he got his face well he got his head cut off i don't think he can yeah move. that's what happened yeah i think oh, okay. he dies all the time because yeah uh, otherwise you're too empowered he has to die even if you do the right things because i've played through so i've played through the game i played it through and then i played it through twice more um so three times yep and then Was i it played hard? it about a week later i played it through all the other things to get the achievements thing that oh, annoyed me about that one thing i think they did better in they did it in Zero's Last Reward. I can't remember if they did it in the Beyond Two Souls and yeah, that other Heavy one. Rain. Heavy Rain, that's it. Um, was that when you replayed an episode, you can speed up the dialogue that you've already seen. Anyway, in Until Dawn, you can't. So I had to sit there and watch scenes go scenes by. Again. And then if you miss the fucking QTE or whatever that you're meant to have done something. Then... you got to restart the chapter. Yeah, restart the <laughs> yeah. chapter. It's so annoying. There was one, the one where they do the Ouija board in the house. Oh, yeah. And the start of that, that's, I was going for an achievement. It's something with, it's something to do with the ghost. Anyway, and if you miss it, you've got to go back to the start of the chapter. And that's like a 15 minute cutscene that you can't Dang. skip. <laughs> it's so bad. I did it like three times. I was like, fuck was this. Just... And I jumped on the internet and looked up how to do it. But... Like, right. It was cool that it did have chapters, though, because then if there was one alternate route you want to experience in just that chapter, you could go back and replay it, which is what made No, but if I you did. need to get a different bit for that character, right, you need a, a particular type of ending for that character, you have to play from chapter three all the way to the end of the game, then go back to chapter three and play the alternate route all the way to the end of the game, because there's an achievement for getting all endings, I think. Oh, right. Or a trophy. Okay, well, the the it, thing I it... needed to check, I just needed to make a different choice. and <laughs> Trophy. I found out everything yeah. I needed to see. I like that um, on the story as well. I really like that psychi- psychologist, psychiatrist. Oh, yeah. That guy. Well, that was a really awesome storytelling mechanic, I thought. In between each was... chapter, you know, they had that 
It was very interesting, and he's the worst psychiatrist ever. It, I liked it's it. It's not real, dude. <laughs> but what? It's not real. It nah. it kind oh. of lied to the player for narrative convenience. Like, How so? It it makes you. Uh, I can't remember exactly because it's been a while since I played, so I don't remember my original thought on this. But the game tells you that he's the psychiatrist and gives you this information. So that you don't think of that scenario when it comes to later on. I mean, as the game continues, he gets revealed as being an hallucination and things go crazy in his office. But Things um, go crazy in his well, office no, after the first visit. He wasn't a hallucination visit. at the start. So it's only oh, that's when right, you find out whose psychiatrist that he is, because you read the mental case thing, then he starts going nutso. I think, I think I it's think about it's... the same time Josh figures out yeah. that all the weird shit isn't just him... I think it's that when the psychiatrist is not real, you're still seeing that as the player, and so you're getting this perspective that you wouldn't normally experience from one of the characters. Um, so I felt like the yeah. like it was too manipulative information in terms of uh, it was just false information. Um, but oh, it was I think I know what you're talking place. about. It's where he's speaking to you and going, oh, that was an interesting decision. How do you think that's going to affect things later on? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's that kind yeah. of stuff. So, so it makes it, you think he but it is always a showed, It always showed the guy's like feet and stuff. You could always move the thing and see part yeah. of the person. So you could tell, unless that was you. I don't know. I didn't have that. I, I, I thought at first it was speaking to me, but as it went on, I didn't feel that it was... I didn't feel it was misleading, I guess is what I'm trying to say, poorly. I don't think that it was misleading either. I thought it was interesting. It's excellent. Two to one. Democracy. Yeah, you're wrong. Ben is wrong. I I liked it. I just... (laughs) No, you heard it here first. Ben is wrong. (laughs) All right. Go go to beniswrong.com for more articles where I'm wrong. (laughs) Beniswrong.com sounds like a very bad site. (laughs) Yeah. Don't go there, please. Please don't. Go to um, goodbens.com. <laughs> I Mercedes Benz. I hope that they do more games in that sort of vein. Who yeah. did that game? Someone I don't. I don't think it was anyone massively famous. I think, if my memory is correct, it was put together as a move project. Um, and they ah, made yes, the best right. decision they correct. possibly could make and they didn't include the move controls and they made it its own game um, yeah that was a very good move so on the official website oh not the official website what am I talking about the wikia website <laughs> they have a quote and the quote at the moment is go suck an egg Ashley right wow thanks for that Ben That's a, that was that my favourite line of dialogue quote <laughs> wow that's the best they could pull out of that Go whole game. Sucking egg. <laughs> Apparently. Wow. Um, on have terrible you, things. Have you looked it up yet? Oh, Supermassive. They Who made it. Supermassive, which oh, super they massive. did like DLC for other PlayStation games. They were um that was um Sony funded, right? Yes. Well, it's an yeah, exclusive, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, because I, I think it'd have to be for them to get the cast that they got. Like, yeah. That's, it's. I mean, it's not strictly a list, but it's certain. Well, at the time it was made, I wouldn't call it a list, but it's certainly, yeah, decent acting. Did you guys There's, watch the? So when you finish the game, you get the um little behind the scenes bits for each chapter. Did you guys watch them? Nah, they're actually yes. really really interesting. They they show all the the mocam stuff, 
and how they're capturing faces and then they have the on-screen stuff mm. right beside the video footage of the person doing it it's really fucking astounding how much some of these guys i didn't realize how much some of these guys look like their real life counterparts uh, oh yeah, yeah it's just their faces <laughs> I was um no no it's their bodies and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole lot yeah like, it's just it's just Grant Ward from Agents of Shield in a horror scenario <laughs> <laughs> that um psychiatrist I was watching Blacklist at the time and he's in that too is he he's a psychiatrist in... no no he plays that's bad guy. but I'm just like that's really because I wouldn't have recognised who he was otherwise um anyway I also think from memory the writer or director of the game was actually someone who made horror movies and like they got him on to write this and it got adapted and and stuff and he really worked closely in trying to capture that tone and stuff which i think is cool when they have actual writers i think they did a good job yeah i reckon he nailed it Mm -hmm. whether if you don't like these sorts of teen horror you know stupid movies then yeah you're not gonna like this game because i know a lot of people complained about how you know, typical American team movie. It is. I think so. Like, well, I yeah. think but the that's what dialogue is. is a bit forced sometimes, but that's all right. That's like the died. heart of that's the heart of being yeah. in horror. That's yeah, <laughs> it's meant to be bad. Yeah, remember the um, <laughs> what's her name in Resident Evil with Barry outside the room? <laughs> Resident oh, Evil has some of the weirdest dialogue I've ever seen in a game. It's just Resident Evil, I bizarre. loved like you wouldn't believe. And the GameCube remake was like the best game I'd ever played. And I went That's back I and hear. played it recently. Yeah. And it is a piece of shit. Yeah, I it, don't like it the gets controls. That, I like the controls. That's one of the things I oh, like. Really? It, it adds that suspense. Same as in Until Dawn. See, I'm keeping it on topic, Tim. <laughs> um, the slow controls work well for a horror environment. You know what I mean? And then you play something like Raccoon City, which is a first-person shooter. Opera- uh, yeah, Operation I, Raccoon City, was that what it was called? Yeah, it was third person, but go on. Oh, okay. I didn't play it very much, obviously. Clearly not. But anyway, yeah, the dialogue but- in the Resident Evil games is fucking appalling. It's the worst story. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't understand Resident how Evil it's 4? got such a fan base. The story is not that bad. The written story, the dialogue. Oh, uh, sorry, the dialogue. Yeah, yeah the, the dialogue. story is alright. The dialogue is crap. Bizarre. Is it just the translation thing, or is it... <laughs> I'm I'm not sure, but Don't I'm know. gonna I'm gonna stick up for Operation Raccoon City for a second. It got pretty panned, but it's different for a reason. Like it's supposed to be an offshoot; it's not part of the core series. But does that all they do these days? They just make a bajillion spin-offs. Ah, uh, it's hard to keep track these days. <laughs> I don't want I'm a fan of if you've got enough good content to make something good, you shouldn't need it to be a spin-off. That said, I do understand why they do it because it's an easy way to make sure you get the attention that it might not otherwise get. Yeah. But I just yeah. think, yeah, I think doing too many spin offs muddies the waters of your title. I mean, fuck, look at Final Fantasy, right? Yeah. Started out with Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, and then by the time you got to, what, 10 years ago, half of the main, well, two of the main series were online. There was the main series, there was X, X2. There was 13, 13, 2, 13, 3, Crystal Chronicles, There's about Legends, 20 there so many damn spin-offs spin-off and remakes. reimagined versions of the first game. Yeah. Can I ask, can I ask you guys a question? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are any of the Final Fantasy games linked, story-wise? 
Yes, X and X2 take place in the same yeah. universe. Well, I figured that. Uh, so Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and Final Fantasy Twelve, and the no, but if you go DS from like... Final Fantasy Twelve take place in the same universe, and those games are yeah, but really... DS Final Fantasy Twelve was a turn-based thing with the characters. Actually, it was a, a yeah, sequel in a way, the, wasn't it? What, but the PlayStation One Tactics game that took place years ago was the same universe as Final Fantasy Twelve, which was a completely different. Shit, story. really? Yeah. I never realized those two were linked. Wow. Yeah, they got the same races. And what's even weirder is that universe is actually another game franchise's universe that they then, like, forced into the Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> All right, I think I we're off topic. Final Fantasy twelve. Well off topic. Well, you can enjoy the delay yeah, until November a... because 15 is not coming out on mm-hmm. time again. Um, I don't mind Speaking waiting. of massive disappointments... Um, Nintendo Ben. What? <laughs> Nintendo Ben is a massive disappointment. Nintendo no, so what Sega don't. <laughs> I um, I had a quick look at the patent for the de- detachable controller. Yeah, I'm not convinced yet. Well, controller. the first thing to keep in mind with patents is they never look like what they yeah. look like. Um, a whole bunch of the Wii U and Wii's patents look ridiculous compared to the final product. But how I do you think about the idea of use infrared though? Like, Sorry? What, how does infrared come into that control pad device? Uh, it's reading the control on the side as infrared. Um, yeah, but I don't idea. understand why you'd need to. Uh, there was a reason, and I've forgotten it. Uh, Maybe it's less. It's <laughs> less interruptible. Yeah, I think it's to do with interruptions, possibly. Because Bluetooth is a relatively unstable. No, but this isn't this the controller into the. Um, NX itself. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. So, so it's touching it. So why not use a physical connection? So the the detachment is from the actual NX, quote, well, what we know as being the NX, not the tablet. So is the tablet NX or is the yeah, NX the, going to be a separate? My console? understanding of what the console will be it is it'll be a portable tablet with controllers on the side, and in that form, it'll resemble the Wii U's game pla- gamepad, and then you're able yep. to snap off the controls on the side put the tablet down and sit back or plug the tablet into some other attachment that connects to the TV and play the game on the TV. So it's portable. So it'll have it's like a, a small docking screen station. Or, yeah, I think it'll have a docking station. I hope they invent something smaller than that, but I think likely it'll be a docking station. Why don't they just do like Chromecast and just flick your game up so that it starts playing on your TV? Battery life, latency. Yeah, I think to stream HD gameplay, I think this will be revolutionary in doing it, but I think it's still a battle um well like, if anyone's going to do it they'll be the ones throwing the money at it to, exactly, to make sure yeah. it works right whether so, you like the way you or not it does do what they said it would do extremely yeah. well so the news of late was it's actually confirmed they're having detachable controls is that Has correct it? uh no, i think it's still, it's still heavy surrounding we don't know anything um we do know that well we have very high suspicion that it will be portable that's confirmed because a yeah. uh, new batch of 3DS cartridges have gone to, pr- to production that are 32 gig. And so it's likely the NX will use those for their games. Um, and we know that... 32 the, gig? Yeah. Which is that's pretty impressive. Well, that's, I think, the max you can get on cartridges at the moment for that tiny size. Um, and we know... You Hang can on, get no, well, that can't be right. What? Because cartridges are just 
Well, I've got my Raspberry Pi mm-hmm. is running a 128 gig micro SD. But SD which is I can much get 128 smaller. gig with that transfer speed on a micro SD. They can do better than 32 on a cartridge. But it's like a custom made cartridge. They can custom make it better. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, but, I mean, it, games, not many games are more than 32 gig. The only games that go up to Ah, but 50 you're not gig about the future, ben. Uh, Metal Gear, which was 50 gig because it had like all 12 versions in the different languages on the same disc, so it was just the same game 12 times. Um, but um, so so we know it's probably going to be portable, but we also know from E3 that Reggie said the NX version of Zelda has better visuals than the Wii U one. So it's Reggie said, yeah. Reggie speaks the truth. He just only says the four <laughs> words that have been approved by the board of Nintendo to say. So you never hear any more information from him than he needs to dispense. Um, so if they confirmed the rumor that the Wii U Zelda is going to be released on the NX as well. Yeah, they? the NX yeah. comes out in March tw- 2017 with Zelda U as the launch as title for the NX. Um, I hope so that-, that they have some original titles instead of just... Because the other one was... What was the other one? There was They were talking about the Smash Brothers... Smash well, Brothers the thing, Dave, come out. they've still, announced that they're actually going to have games at launch, which is a surprise. Yeah, but what games? So the new the new rumors are there's a brand new Mario game with a new Mario concept. And granted that the last Mario game was Mario Maker, which is like the definitive retro Mario game. So they'll probably never throw back to Mario in that same way. We can expect a brand new platform-esque Mario game, I assume. Good. Um... The other confirmed games are Pikmin 4, um, which has been in development for quite some time. Um, and that seems realistic. Yep. And Sorry, a... that's not sarcasm. I meant that. Yeah, really. no, that's... <laughs> that me and Murder confirmed that one. Um, <laughs> and a Pokemon game, apparently, which is quite strange, because it's apparently done by Game Freak. Um, so they're the core developers of Pokemon, contrary to Niantic's <laughs> Once You Believing. Um, and well, the so, Antic didn't develop Pokemon. They developed something. Yeah, no. else and then <laughs> Is there going to be a new Harvest Moon? Uh, well, the Harvest Moon franchise is kind of dead. Like it's continuing, it's but dead. the original director left. Also, now they have this thing. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Stardew, Stardew Valley, Valley. <laughs> which is apparently the the definitive Harvest Moon. Um. Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, the new Sonic game is confirmed for Sonic. <laughs> Um, and a bunch of a bunch of third-party developers have said, I know they said it last time with the Wii U, but this time they're like, no, yeah, no, seriously, we'll support Nintendo this time. Um, All right, but let me ask you this then: yeah. how many of them actually have been granted a license for a dev kit? Because I know some people that were very positively doing that, and they've unofficially told me that they actually couldn't even get one, yeah, because they were just giving it out to people who had a, a, a ridiculous fucking amount of money. Triple uh, A game developers all have one. Uh, indie devs, yeah, are having a lot of trouble getting one, which is, I guess, That's the most worrying part. Yeah, the fact that we don't know anything about this console yet, and it's nearly September, and um, yeah, that Keep indie devs don't have it. Wii U. That's that's holding their cards a little bit too close to the chest, <laughs> yeah. I reckon. What I want to see is, um, I don't think we'll get it. Who? Who did the Metroid Metroid game on Wii U that I liked and everyone else hated? Do you Metroid know the game on game? Wii U? There was no I can't Metroid remember game the name of it. Do you oh, mean Metroid Prime? Metroid Prime Three? 
No, no, it came after that. Uh, oh, Other M. Other M? No yeah, way. Other M. That game is awful. Yeah, I know. I liked it. I, I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice, but, different... You're a bad person, Dave. But the story the elements... can go fuck itself in the ear. Yeah, okay. Um, sorry, what was the quote from... Unto- the, the story can go... Suck, suck, suck a neck. <laughs> but... <laughs> hashtag Ashley says. Which, um, which part did you like about that? Sorry? Which part did you like? I just liked the way it controlled and I liked playing it and, and exploring exploring the world and unlocking the power-ups and getting the new areas. I Have just enjoyed it. Played Super Metroid or Metroid Fusion yeah, or the I love classic? Metroid. Okay, I yeah. So you're a fan played... of the two D Metroids. What? You're a fan of the two D Metroids. Yeah. I haven't yeah. actually played I played half of um Metroid Prime, but mm-hmm. I haven't played any of the Primes the, other the, than that. And the reason the pro- I only got that far was because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> and I bought them on, um, I bought them on Wii. Right. So I bought that trilogy pack on Wii mm-hmm. and using the, the freaking Wiimote is just awful. I, well, I meant to rebuy them on Wii U so I could actually play them with a the control pad, but I didn't. No, the Wii version is the Wii version. Or I the... thought it had both controls. I thought you could flick between using the control uh, pad or using... I don't think so. Waggler. Definitely not for three. Because 3 is designed specifically for the controller. Mm. See, um, I didn't like that. I, if I, I could play it, you know, using a classic controller or something, I'd be all for that. But anyway, all that aside, I'd like to see a new um, Metroid. But I think that studio that made them have been going on about some giant robot game. So, uh, well, that's not going to be my Metroid. understanding was at E3 last year when everyone... No, E3 last year? No, two years ago, everyone expected there to be another metroid game and then they announced this 3ds co-op metroid game that's made by next level games who i like as a company but i just think they picked the wrong art direction and gameplay for that metroid series um and then so everyone interviewed the director of metroid and they're like oh when when's there going to be a new metroid game and he's like oh i'd really like to do another metroid prime game but i haven't got my act together and we haven't started one and there's not going to be one for the wii u but if I did do one, it would have this really cool plot now to have these two characters interact. And everyone was mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> and we're really dissatisfied. So I think we will see one for the next, but it'll just that be a That sounds like he's got something... Yeah. Do you oh. want to know something exciting? Mm-hmm. Pokemon Snap's coming to the Wii U. Yeah. It's being released oh, on the European PC. Have you guys played yeah, competitive Pokemon Snap? I didn't know it was a thing. So, Is this something you made up? My friend made it up. Everyone uh, drinks then a lot and we have eats it? a lot of snacks. And then you compete to see who can get like the highest rating photo. Uh, you each take a turn to take a photo and see who can get the best photo. Why do you have to eat snacks to do this? I was going to say, yeah, that's the, the snacks got to do part. it. You know, like, you it, it's, it's a good, it's like a good party game. Like, if you're, <laughs> if you're at a party that's just like mild and it's not like as amazing... Here's a better um, way of doing it. What yeah. you do is you go to hang out. Stop blowing kisses at people, Tim. It's very unprofessional, and we all saw it. Your camera's on. Aren't you ashamed? No. It was the dog, too. Um, it was the dog. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Pokemon Snap. <laughs> the fun way to do it, I've learned, is to go around holding your phone. Like, today I was going on a walk at lunch. and You're talking about Pokemon, Pokemon Go, but Pokemon you just Snap. used the word Pokemon Snap. No, no, no! You, you, you pretend you're playing Pokemon Go and bump into people until they snap. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so easy to piss people off with Pokemon Go. It's amazing. I had a lady yell out of her car window at me. What did she say? I forgot what she said. But she did said she said you're too old for this? Because I'd stopped and I was looking at my phone. I was looking at a <laughs> Facebook message. I wasn't even playing Pokemon Go. Sure, Dave. Grow up and get That's a real job. That's the end job. of my story. Thanks, like, Dave. That was a great was a story. This is why we keep you to the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the anyway. other podcast, the host provides his guests with free beer. Keep that Whoa. in mind, Ben Spanos. Oh, what? Free beer? I'm mm. joining the fireside again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. exactly. You just got to make it to Dave's house. Do I have to yeah, talk about is... board games? Is it just board games now? Or do you still talk about video games? We talk about everything, yeah. Everything? Oh, we yeah. talk about... It's basically... The difference between that and this is that we're not current. <laughs> so it just has, it has to be whatever you're playing this week. Sure, I, I like game, that. A new game, whatever. I'm so I'm going to be talking about Mario Maker next week and oh, how nice. shit it is. That sounds good. Right. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to check out our other podcast, Fireside. It is part of Pod Bros Network as well, as are we. You can find us on anotherdungeon.com. Uh, go to the podcast section we are on youtube we are at another dungeon on twitter we are another dungeon where are, what are we facebook that's the other one facebook.com slash another dungeon we are on twitch.tv slash another dungeon as well i have rebuilt my pc and it is now streamable so we'll be getting back <laughs> into that yeah yay um thank you for listening thanks to our special and i use that with air quotations dave <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to our Regular guest, Ben. Uh, Thought I'd come down, join you peasants, you know. Yeah, see thanks. what it's like on the other Lord podcast. Dave, have mercy. Please heal my child from the pox. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Bye. Ciao. Ciao, bella. <laughs>